Got a real friend, you don't need much. Just a place to sit and fish is more than enough. When you got a real pal, there's nothing too tough. Together it is better when you got your real bud. Real bud. Ready to go? I'm ready to go. Let's roll. John, welcome back to the Atkinson Dog Kennel. <laughs> yeah, I know. Walked into this this montage of of animals that you got running around here what's going on here what's this all about we've got three dogs otis being the largest and we have two golden doodles i believe they are is that what they are we are dog sitting for the next week and they're not a fan of you well one of them started barking at me pretty hard here a minute ago and i I don't understand that because generally i'm pretty good with dogs i am i shouldn't say i'm pretty good with them i'm not they they don't they seem to like me for some reason. Don't take it too personally. She barked at me this morning too, and I woke her up. So oh, is that right? You have to wake her up, or I just slowly opened the door to take a peek and see what they were doing in the spare bedroom, and they were both sitting on the edge of the door or edge of the bed and barking at me. So <laughs> they were not fans. So is this kind of a second income kind of scenario? What's this all about? Is it? Yeah. Or are you just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We got a little money for it, but we were doing it out of the kindness of our heart. Well, are you going to turn into professional dog watchers or dog sitters? I don't think or? so. The first one, one of them has not eaten today. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we were told tonight, since they hadn't eaten yet in 24 hours, to put melted cheese on their food. So they have a, a fancy, fancy preference. And did that work? I haven't tried it yet. Oh, okay. They All said right. shredded cheddar cheese. I said, does she prefer Gouda or blue cheese? They said shredded cheddar. Oh, wait a minute. Sharp or mild? Ooh. I mean, is it yeah. skim milk? No, I don't, don't 2%? know. 2%? It, 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 a lot of it does have skim milk, but you have different types of uh, cheddar cheese. I'll have to ask her. I'll say bark mild, once for... She, uh, sharp and extra hot and, whoa, don't even touch it. Kind of stuff. Bark once for mozzarella, bark twice for <laughs> pepper jack. Yeah, um, that's all you need is pepper jack. And then running around the house and eating a bunch of pepper jack cheese. And... So it's a little chaotic here. Mm-hmm. It is chaos. They calm down, but we've got Otis laying in front of us, so I'll hope he does not uh, clip another light that falls on me. Yeah, the president is laying. <laughs> Typical presidents, you know, just kind of laying down. But, uh, yeah, he seems to be doing okay. He's uh, hopefully won't get too excited and start knocking down all the lights and uh, creating mass chaos like we had in episode, what, two episodes ago. Yeah, it was the first video one. Mm-hmm. He's got one strike on his record, so we'll have to uh, ding him again next time. He just <laughs> sat up and looked. He just sat up and looked at us. You we, Clark? Said, we said one strike, so... <laughs> Uh, uh, so how's your week, John? My week's going pretty good. I've I've uh, been pretty kind of kind of busy all week. Worked at the uh, uh, Kansas City Auto Museum this last Friday for the whole day. Had a great time doing that. We had uh, uh, first Friday of every month that they have uh, you can you can call down there and you can do tours. And uh, we arranged, you know, we have to do it. 
we have to take people through in order to in order to accommodate and, and accommodate their questions and give them kind of the personal attention that they kind of really want. And we had five tours on Friday, and it was just a lot of fun doing this thing. Let's hear your tour voice. Thank you for coming to the Kansas City Auto Museum. Hey, this, mister, what's that one over there? <laughs> that's none of your business, kid. Get away from me. That's my car. It's a CRV. <laughs> yes, a CRV. <laughs> mister, what's this? <laughs> that's a urinal cake. <laughs> what is your, do you have a voice, though? Like, over your left shoulder, you will see a 1946 Ford Model T. No, a, a lot a lot of them are uh, they're all covered. We keep try and keep all the cars covered. Um, we encourage that. Some people don't, but most of them do. And uh, we try and uncover, with the owner's permission, uncover the ones that uh, they don't mind people looking at uh, on tour day. And so you get a variety of different cars from very, very old, for like a 19... 1928 Rolls Royce to, uh, you know, fairly new, fairly stuff, fairly new kinds of things like a 70, no, 2015 or 2018 um, Corvette, hmm. for example, you know, the newer, the newer model of Corvette. So it's a lot of fun and uh, people just kind of walk around and you have to kind of stay with them insurance wise and regulation wise. And uh, just kind of answer any of the questions that they may have about any of the cars. Do but there's always, they always, there's always a, a little sheet in front of the car that kind of explains what the car is all about and who it belongs to and, hmm. you know, some of the history of the car and that sort of thing. So when they ask you, what kind of car is this, would you say, can't you read? No, paper. I, I haven't snapped at any of these little kids yet. I'm getting ready to, though. Oh. I can kind of feel it coming on. But, oh. you know, about that time, it's time to quit, go home. A little pent-up anger. A little pent-up anger. and Listen here, you little twerp. <laughs> and then you walk in, see lovely Mrs. Ryan, and you oh. kind of feel much better. Because oh. she didn't put up with any of that kind of crap at all. So <laughs> I got to be good. Well, fun. What was yeah. your favorite car that you saw last week? Oh, gee, many crime me. It's, um, I... Scion? N no, it was a, uh, it was a Ferrari. And it was a two five no excuse me a five forty Ferrari, hmm. which is a very very rare car. Quite rare. Yeah, it is quite rare. Quite rare. And we have Aston Martins and we have uh, uh, Porsches and we have uh, you know some of the other you know classic cut classic type cars. Well, nice. So it's a lot of fun. So come on down, or if, or if you want a tour, we'd be more than happy to give you a tour. Uh, just call the facility, call Kansas City Auto Museum, and schedule a tour, and we can uh, make sure make it all happen. It's always the f only the first Friday of every month. First Friday of every month. So I got to make sure you're on the schedule. I'm on a schedule. Well, schedule. You, know. you need to get on there, and I'll pester you the whole time. Oh yeah, that's all I need. I'm going to pass you on to the to uh, one of the other tour guys. Good luck with this one. <laughs> he's a handful. Yeah, he's. He's a bunch. So. He's really special, and he asks a lot of questions. Yeah. How was your week? What's going on with you? Week was okay. Mm -hmm. Just back. okay? Well, anytime there's a funeral, oh, it's not great, it's John. sad. Yeah, I remember that. I went remember to what you were uh, my uncle's funeral this week, mm -hmm. and guess it was nice to see a lot of old family I haven't seen in a while, but sad. It's a funeral. 
Yeah. Uh, he was in the Air Force for 21 years, so they did a military funeral. Thank you for service. Yeah. And that was very interesting. And they had the the folding of the flag and the... It wasn't a 21-gun salute. I'm not sure how to do... 12-gun salute, maybe? Well, there were three guns, and they fired them three times. So is that considered a nine-gun salute, or is that a three-gun? An 18. It is a 21. Well, there was three people with three shots each. Right. So is that nine? So you have three. Times three. Times three is nine. Oh, yeah, it's nine. Nine Nine-gun salute. Okay. We're not going to specialize and claim we are math wizards no, here. No, I'm but not a math wizard here. I mean, we we have technical people for that on this. So I'm not sure, um, yeah, when they get a 21 versus a nine or a one gun. But that's a good question. I don't I don't know either. But uh, they told us they were going to do it. And they were over our shoulder, and even then, I still jumped a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that's when I knew I wasn't cut out for the military. <laughs> I knew well before this weekend I was not cut out for the military, but yeah. Uh, you military me, knew that too. So <laughs> you want me to crawl where? These are brand Under new pants. Com- yeah, these are. I just had these laundered. What Excuse are you talking me? about? My boots are polished. Well, John was in the military. I was in the military. Thank yeah. you for your service. I thank you. Um, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> thank no, you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I played Call of Duty. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was uh interesting, um, seeing their formalities for that. Yeah, and just the way they would was fall. it was it one of those full blown military funerals? I don't know. It makes it full blown, but they basically just did the the gun salute, read a couple passages, read a poem about serving and all mm-hmm. that, and then um, did. I'm not sure the significance of each one. Each daughter got a flag that was folded up. And I think the first one it was already folded, but not professionally. I guess. And they undid the whole thing and then redid it. And then the guy knelt down and gave it to my cousin and get, or said a little message with her uh-huh. with it. And then they grabbed another one from the coordinator lady and then unfolded it and refolded it and gave it to my other cousin. So, yeah. I'm not yeah, sure. there's a very special way that you have to fold those flags. It's, uh, and it's, it's a very precise way you do it, too. I've done it a couple of times, but it's been a long time since I've done it. For a, like a funeral? or You, just... you can do it for a funeral or just uh, the way you're supposed to fold a Oh, fold everyone's a supposed to fold it like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting the way he did it, and he would fold it and then take a couple steps and then fold it. And right. Then uh, It's more of a triangle kind of thing, you know, fold one side and then one they corner had, and the next corner. They get to the end, and then the other guy would tuck it in, and it took like a minute mm-hmm. to tuck it perfectly, and then they would sharpen all the corners mm-hmm. and do these hand motions and maybe think I've got some really useless knowledge on my side, things that I do that I know about, but just the thing, the cool things that people in the military know about that I couldn't even begin to grasp and all the formalities of like the funeral itself. Have you ever seen any of those funerals that they, that they perform at, not perform, but I should say that they officiate over in Arlington cemetery? I have not. Oh, yeah. if you ever get a chance to take a look at one of those, it, it is amazing yeah. because it's so precise in the way they carry themselves. It's just amazing. It's absolutely amazing the way they do these things. Where is the, what's the, the guy who guards the unknown soldier? Where is that, D.C.? That's in Washington, D.C., and I believe it is, I think it may be at Arlington, hmm. Arlington Cemetery. Yeah. They are there 24-7. A rain and shine. Rain or shine. It does not matter. 
There's that, that one person is still there. Respect. It is. It's respect. And you, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't go up and go, Hey buddy, uh, can you tell me where the restroom is? You know, cause they just don't do that. They, <laughs> and they just kind of ignore you and kind of keep going on and you can't phase them that, that, you know, I've seen people to go up and try to phase them and, and they just don't phase. They just, they keep doing their, their keep doing their thing. And, and that's, uh, that's what they're there to do. Well, he got buried at the Nebraska National Cemetery, Veterans Cemetery, a new place they built in the last few years, and just kind of a cool, kind of like the the headstone styles of like Arlington, and uh-huh. um, just a kind of a, a neat place, I guess. I mean, not neat for what it is, but All right, just a good place to pay your respects. But yeah, it is. It's a very quiet, very peaceful place. Um. Did that, but yeah, I got to see family I haven't seen in a while, family from all over the country, and that was nice. Mm-hmm. And how was how was all that? How did all that go? <laughs> Good. Uh, nothing crazy. But nothing crazy. Was it kind of awkward or anything? Because last time I got together with my whole family, it just seemed like it was kind of awkward. I mean, it just stinks because of course you, I got a crazy family anyway. So. We all have interesting people, but yeah, it wasn't weird i mean it's just sad that the last time we saw a lot of them was the last funeral so um yeah i mean i'm just more so bad about giving condolences at funerals i mean i'm just i'm not good at not talking but also not good at knowing what to say so what is what is your favorite what i mean what's your phrase for when you when you go up to someone what do you what do you normally say to (laughs) this is so off the wall uh what do you say at a funeral um, well, I mean, it, it, yeah, I, know what you're I just said, I'm very sorry and I'm praying for you guys. That's perfect. Can't get any better than that. Thank you. I yeah. practiced. Good and, for you. Um, but yeah, so it was nice seeing them hung off my family for my parents for a few days up there and had fun. Good. Uh, we watched the Grammys. The Grammys. We try not to date ourselves by naming current events when we're recording well in advance, but we, uh, yeah, this is the Thursday after the Grammys, so we're going to be um, two weeks behind. But anyway, watch that. My mom was big on it. She's big into, she knows her celebrities. That's kind of her. I understand she's into a particular celebrity that very well known in Kansas City. Yeah, um, going to get to that. But she, yeah, she just, if you ever need, if it is a, who wants to be a millionaire still a show? I don't think it is. I, I'm not sure if it is on the on, on, on the tube or not. But if there was ever a question about a celebrity on there, she would be my, for sure, phone Go friend. to, huh? She knows everything. Phone a friend. Wasn't he on the third season of Monk? <laughs> no, no, no. She was married to the second cousin of John Stamos. How does she know all that stuff? Just out of curiosity. Just practice. Just practice? She's just hip. Just watching TV, yeah. Yeah, so she's good at that. She can just, yeah. Wow, she looks different. The last time I saw her was in this show. No, who's in that show? Actually, her brother's first grade teacher. So she can tell you all the facts you never wanted to know and the ones you did want to know. <laughs> That's great. So that was that fun. Great. But yeah, she mostly wanted to watch for her favorite Taylor. Not me, mm-hmm. but Taylor Swift. Yeah. She knew she was going to be on there. 
and she heard that if she won an award, she was going to be giving some breaking news. <gasps> and? So she won an award. My mom may have teared up, <laughs> which I can't tell you the last time she teared up for something that <laughs> I did. But but the real Taylor, she it's won the in time her, he got out of jail or something when she was happy. <laughs> she won her thirteenth Grammy, and she gave a speech, and she's releasing an album in April. <gasps> oh, so. So that's going to add to her what estimated net worth of one point three billion dollars. Just a couple, yeah. Maybe one point nine billion or something. Yeah, I've seen that tweet or whatever going around saying Taylor's releasing a new album in the middle of a like a multi-year world tour, and I have a good day if I could put the laundry away and whatever, do the laundry and fold it in the same day. So, well, personally, I think she is a sharp lady. You know, she is just a brilliant mind when it comes to to business and and managing and all those kinds of things at least that's what i've heard i don't know personal my personal i bet that your the words of john ryan his compliments mean more to her than any of those i'm sure it does i'm sure she is just kind of writing all of this down as we speak we'll have to make this into a reel and then tag her and see if she replies well yeah that'd be good that'd be good um but yeah she's Big into the number 13, as you know. I understand Grammy. That. Yeah. And when she was walking down the red carpet, my mom paused the TV to see what she was wearing to see if there were any any hidden little messages in there. <laughs> There's hidden messages? Well, she does that. She, she puts little Easter eggs out there. So uh-huh. she paused and she was wearing a necklace with a, a watch on it. And she said, what time is the watch? What, is that? what does that mean? The color scheme matches that of Reputation, the album that she is currently working on her Taylor's version of. Is this what you call a Swifty? She is a Swifty. Okay. All right. She's going to see her in uh, Indianapolis next year with my sister. Ooh, that'd be fun. That's a mom and daughter so thing. She also bought matching pajamas for Taylor Swift's <laughs> themed for that next year. Or early, this year, I guess. Oh, Jimmy, um, this is great. So, yeah. We're going to Disney, and she got uh, Disney shirts that are kind of Taylor Swift themed. Uh-huh. said, In My Princess Era. It's got all the different <laughs> princesses on it. Oh, so yeah, she was enjoying it. We watched the whole thing, but it made me just realize how the world's just going downhill. Just and you can gauge it by the outfits they're wearing to these things. I don't, you know, I don't understand it. I mean, as as a father of daughters, I would never have let my daughters get out of the house looking yeah. at half the stuff that these people are wearing. Just imagine there's a few fathers in the crowd, kind of, kind of cringing, shaking their heads. Yeah, just yeah. Just the fishnets or the see-through things and just who can show the most skin. What happened to be a modest, John? Well, now, wait a minute. <laughs> it's not too bad here. But, yes, I agree with you. No, as a dad, I can't feel, I feel exactly the same. Was uh, Aubrey Hepburn, is that? Audrey. Audrey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was she, she was older than you, right? Yeah. I think she's now passed on. Well, she was older than you. Yeah. By a lot? Was that like one of the stars you looked up to growing up? She, no, she was, um, I think she was a big star in the 40s. So a little 1940s. before you. Yeah, it was before me. So anyway, but people like that, they'd show up to the red carpet and look nice and classy and cover everything. Mm-hmm. People these days, they just, they'll put temporary tattoos on their face of some brand and then they'll, I don't know, shave their head all funky and put different hair color in and... Does this also apply to the guys, or is it um, just mostly the female artists that 
Well, some were kind of sloppy. There were a couple, couple uh, random guys wearing T-shirts, and you'd think you would want to take the opportunity to look nice and dress up. See, that's what I don't get. I, I don't get. When you go to something like that, you always dress, and you dress up. You don't dress like some some guy that just got out of the car wash, you know? Look, me... I'm the no. car wash guy, and you're no. the no. I'm not. I'm, you're I'm on dressed the red carpet. Up. No. You're dressed up. I am not. dressed You're wearing a you button-down shirt and a so sweater. What? Yeah, that's dressed up. You can no, do what you not. want. No, it's not dressed up. It's a suit coat, starched shirt with a tie. That appropriate tie. What for the Grammys? Uh, no, that would be that would be more of a tuxedo type. You're saying affair. You're saying a starched. All that in a suit coat would would be dressed up? Yeah, for me, it'd be dressed up. I'm saying for a Thursday night podcast recording, you are dressed up. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to start wearing a tie then, if that's the case. Just make me look even worse. No. That John, he's at the most, just nice voice. He dresses so nice, and his co-host Taylor just looks like a bum. <laughs> he sounds like he just woke up. <laughs> and he looks like looks like he just crawled out of bed. I mean, you know, he's just slovenly. Ooh, that's a word you taught me. I taught you that word. Yeah, that's. I mean, we'll get into our uh, boomer and millennial words of the week later. But okay, you taught me slovenly. Uh huh. You're looking slovenly. And what did you think of that? I, you, I apparently you're using the word. So, it, what did I, well, I mean? Once I learned what it was, I did not care for being called slovenly. Okay, but were you? I mean, I looked less nice than you. I was following our dress code at work. Slovenly. Okay. Yeah. And then you also taught me the word <laughs> debauchery. Debauchery? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. I've, I don't know any of this. This is interesting. So, learned all about it. I'm causing debauchery in my slovenly outfit. Okay. Um, but anyway, people on the red carpet just did not look great, all of them. Some dressed nice, had their suits and ties and I guess tuxedos other ones wore tennis shoes and baseball caps and t-shirts and you think they would be embarrassed by that yeah but this isn't the oscars either this is kind of a the grammys have always been known for their kind of freestyle as far as the attire is concerned i don't know so i, I don't particularly care for it in a lot of cases like like you you know, apparently but uh you know still it's it is what it is I just miss people had class, you know. Class, real class. Miley Cyrus got hum up there. Humphrey Bogart. Do you ever do you ever watch, watch any Humphrey Bogart? Oh movies? yeah, along with Aud always had Audrey a, Hepburn. Always had it. Just a perfect tie, and sport coat or suit. You know, he just always looked great. You know what he would not do? He was famous for not doing. What's that? He would not Bogart that joint, my friend. <laughs> Yeah, we talked about this last week, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, but Miley Cyrus got up there. She won an award, and she said, oops, got to go. I forgot I wasn't wearing underwear, and then ran off. Like, that's not cute. What was that all about? Billy Ray has got to be so just, I don't know. She was trying to be funny and just. Isn't she Billy Ray Cyrus's daughter? Yeah, that's why I said Billy Ray would be. Oh, yeah. I head. don't know. I'd, I'd ground her for sure. Yeah. Even so, though she is 28 or 29, it doesn't matter. You grant, go to your room, young lady. Embarrassing. You're embarrassing. Embarrassing was, the family. If it was your daughter, you'd say, go back up to your room and come back down with something different on. Yeah, that's happened a couple times. <laughs> Where's the rest of the outfit? <laughs> exactly right. 
I think you got the wrong size. Or they would just hit the top of the stairs, and I'd just kind of look up and go, no, no. And they turn around and walk away. You have your Stomp their foot and go, Dad. And then turn it off. All the girls away. are wearing this. Yeah. It's going to cover your shin, at least. <laughs> you pump your shotgun. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I would. Well, so that was fun. We watched that. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch much of that. I just kind of saw the beginning of it, and, and then we kind of moved on to something else. Uh, why did you not watch it? You just weren't into it? Just weren't kind of into it. Just wasn't wasn't tripping my trigger on that. Mm. And the loveliness is one and wanted to see something else. So we well, watched something else. You missed out. Yep. Were you a big fan of Fast Car by Tracy Chapman? Yeah, I, you know what? I am a good, big fan of Tracy Chapman. Uh, it's the only song of hers I know, but she uh, was kind of silent for the last ever. Mm-hmm. And country singer Luke Combs covered yeah. one of her songs and they sang it together and I thought it was cool. I understand they did a great job on that. It was really good. Some people were upset that he remade it and it was like stealing her thunder or something. But then I was saying she wouldn't be talked about at all for the last whatever if unless he remade that song like she was kind of forgotten about. Did so. you ever figure out or did they ever give you the history of where she's been the last 10 years or anything like that? They did not Any give insight? That. Okay. But she uh, they did a good job. But yeah, I was thinking too, she probably made more money just from him remaking it and people going to find her song than when it first came out, I bet. But more people are buying it on streaming things. Could be. And, and yeah, so we watched that and came back this week and it's been busy at work, catching up. Yep. Now we've got three dogs in the house. Three dogs. One of them looks like it's dead here, but he's not. He's breathing. He's breathing. <laughs> Janelle he, being be, the president of the company, so Janelle could be home any moment. So you'll probably hear the dogs barking when she pulls in. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. People understand that. Nice background soundtrack. Yep. Um. So yeah. Do you want to go into our our watch trending? <gasps> what's trending? So weekend before last, because mm-hmm. I'll, I'll start. Janelle said she wanted to play Scrabble. And we got two words in, and she said, this is stupid. <laughs> I don't like this game. So we stuck through it. Welcome to marriage <laughs> 101. Um, I won't say who won, but we stuck through it. Yeah. And then she decided she wanted to start practicing, so she downloaded Words with Friends. So we're playing Ooh. on there now. And How's that going? It's all right. Yeah, It gives you a chance to just guess words until it won't let you play a word unless it's real. And you just keep going until you find a word that's real and you'll play it. So you learn that Z-A is a word. Za. Za? Because Z is 10 points and Q is 10 points. And you can play Q-I. We. Hmm. Yes. I got this. So been playing that. Been playing against strangers. And that's been trending for us. Good. And the other one that you said that you also shared with me, I didn't know that you were watching this, but... And watching a lot of Suits on Netflix. Oh, that's a great, great series, isn't it? Yeah. What made you start watching it? Um, we were at my daughter's, Kathleen's house, um, last weekend. And uh, we were talking about Netflix and some of the things we've been, we've watched on Netflix and future things and this, that, and the other. And she goes, oh, Dad, you've got to watch Suits. She goes, it's so good. And you can, It's just right up your alley. It's the kind of thing that you would just absolutely love. 
And uh, sure enough, we came home, started watching it. And uh, generally when we get on these these uh, new programs like that, especially ones that are a series, I mean, we just binge watch the hell out of those things to a point where, you know, you're just bloody-eyed and <laughs> can't sleep. You're just, you know four o'clock in the morning and you're still watching them that kind of thing so we've set some limits on on watching suits so now we watch three a night three three your limit yeah yes and no i mean it just depends if it's just like more of a you know we don't want to pass 10 30 or it's a guideline not a limit guidelines yeah right right. how about you what do you think of them i like it see i do too my sister's a lawyer and i texted her and i said i think i want to be uh Oh, uh, what's it called? What is Meghan Markle's character? What does she do? She's a... Oh, um, she is the uh, paralegal. Paralegal. Mm-hmm. I told her I want to be a paralegal. She said, you should do it. And then I said, you have to go to law school? She said, no. But... What is the qualifications for a paralegal? Do you know? You have to have a bachelor's degree. Okay. And I said, they make it look fun on the show, but I bet it's 99% planning... Research, events, yeah. printing papers, and the other 1% is getting to do research and fun detective work. Mm-hmm. She said that's exactly right. It's a lot of printing and yeah. But they really glamorized the job in the in the show a little bit. So yeah, I watched it Tuesday night we started and then Wednesday at work I had to show up at um, so at 6.30 Ooh. in the show. The main character, he shows up not early. And they tell him, you're never going to get anywhere if you don't start showing up way before everyone else. And I felt like a real Suits character getting there early. How were you dressed? It's none of your business. <laughs> Slovenly. Okay. I was dressed just fine. Were you okay? Yeah. All right. You weren't, you weren't dressed in a $12,000 suit, suit, were you? I was not. Okay. I was not dressed like uh, Harvey. Mm-hmm. I was dressed more like... Michael, is Michael, and even then I was not wearing a suit. I was wearing yeah a polo. So it is interesting. You can see the stark contrast between the two, as far as their clothing is concerned. You know, uh, Michael is definitely the off the rack kind of guy at some sale product, or you know, and, and his boss is a twelve thousand dollar suit custom made kind of guy. I could tell you yeah. would like that. You'd like yeah, the, I, the you fashion know what? of the show. I, I've always kind of wanted a custom-made suit for some reason. I, you know, I've, I've I've tried one on one time, and it felt like a sweater. It was just perfect in every mm. detail, you know. And uh, I always thought, man, I'd love to have. Hope I could become rich enough to afford one of these. Well, I haven't. So <laughs> now you're retired. <laughs> now I'm retired. I'm going to go to my grave wanting a. Uh, custom-made suit but that ain't gonna happen well maybe if you play your cards right um you'll be buried in a nice one we'll get sponsored and we can coordinate a our outfits for when we get buried oh no they're 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 gonna there's gonna be some shenanigans in my funeral i can tell you that right now such as oh they'll probably bury me with my zipper down Hmm. you know that kind of thing did for family photos (laughs) yeah good for family see the whole family standing in front of the casket with a zipper down you know yeah. Um, what's I going to say? I don't know. I, I don't care for three-piece suits. It's not my cup of tea. Do you like those? Uh, it, those are more indicative of, of the 
I've had three-piece suits before, and they are kind of the, supposed to be the ultimate of formal. I don't think it looks for great. Suits. I don't know. I'm not a big fan. Looks kind of butlery to me. Yeah, they can be. I don't care for that the pinstripe suits either so much. You don't? Looks kind of uh, pimpish. Really? Mafia-ish. Ooh, want to know something fun? Yeah, what? There's a new, I talked about this with my parents this weekend. There's a new trend going on. Girls dress in kind of, I don't know. I've never really heard of it being called a certain name. Um, I'm not sure what the last trend was, just being minimalistic, if that's the word. There's a new trend called mob wife aesthetic. What? And girls just wear giant fur coats and they look ridiculous. Minimalistic. Is that all all they're wearing? They're wearing other things, John. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know. I don't know any thing. I'm, you know, I'm kind of the old guy here. I don't. So they'll wear just big old necklaces and big fur coats, fur hats, and um, just kind of some glasses that look goofy. I gotta find a good version of it. Uh, and it just looks silly. And it seems expensive, but it seems like something Jimmy Hoffa's wife would wear. Uh, all right, here you go. Here's this girl showing you what she's wearing for her trip to Aspen. She's wow. Like, she looks like a Russian. There's her fur coat with these long boots. These ugly earmuffs. So, and you know that costs just so much money. Yeah, here she is with her skiing outfit. She went on this trip for like a week and skied one day and got the outfit just for the picture and scooted out of there. You know, I know the lovely Mrs. Ryan would never go for anything like that. No. Would you know? Oh, absolutely not. I, she, I wouldn't think so either. But it's just as funny because things are all for pictures these days. People wouldn't dress that way if they weren't going to go take a picture and put it on Instagram and then change out of the outfit. So I know girls just buy things from online and then they'll return it if the return policy allows right away just mm-hmm. for – they'll do these unboxing videos where they'll get their uh, their haul for the day and then they'll unbox it all and show you what they got but then they'll return it because they can't afford it and they just want content. Wow. It's a sad world we live in. It is. It's very sad. Just imagining the things that you would do differently if you – did it all for Instagram? I don't know how much I would do for Instagram. I mean, the only thing I'd probably do for Instagram is maybe the podcast. Other than that, I'm okay. Even then, you don't post anything Even about then, it. I don't post anything. We have the technical people in, at uh, the TBV studios that do that. Speaking of which, you know what we need? What do we need? We need an intern. We can't afford an intern, John. You don't pay intern, Taylor. Here's the here's the great thing about these things. Well, I got okay? paid before. An intern is uh is someone that's that's very naive, hmm. uh, someone that is is very young, okay, uh, someone that we can promise a lot of stuff to and not keep our promises to, and they'll do all of our stuff for us. Hmm. You know, they'll go to the laundry and pick up my shirts. You know, they'll. They'll wash your car. They'll do all these wonderful things. And then you can berate them if you wanted to, you know, just kind of be, be mean to them, kick them like a dog or something. And 
that sort of thing. It'd be kind of fun to have a an intern that you know, could handle all the TBB demands hmm. of this studio. Well, you worked it so nicely. I think we're going to have a lot of emails in our inbox. Well, let's take a look. We'll keep an eye on that and see if there's any <laughs> interns that are that are Sir? that are uh, going to be available. Please do not trip on cords. Yeah, at least we're not knocking down light fixtures here or any of that kind of stuff. Just yet, anyway. He's probably going to sit on that power cord. That'll be no good. Um, so anyway, there's this guy on TikTok. Yeah. And he's known for doing these Target runs now where he just videos himself going to Target. That's and it. And he's been caught just returning everything, or not even returning, just putting the, the stuff away and not actually buying it. So... Just want your thoughts on this. I just want to see if you could imagine yourself going to Target to get your Starbucks coffee mm -hmm. and recording yourself. I think you should do that next time. So here's this guy going to Target. Oh, I can do that. I can do that. No, no, no problem at all with that one. But he's got a tripod where he sets up his camera. Oh, on. really? He's going to show you everything he bought. And that's it. That's all he does? He's going to make dinner. And it, So I think you should start doing that. How can you make money on that? Um, well, he just has a lot of followers now. People like to watch those videos for some reason. Okay. And um, then once he gets enough followers, then people start paying him to post videos. And... <laughs> Hi, bud. He's so needy. How are you? <laughs> So anyway, we should get you to do one of those videos. I might do that sometime. Go into Men's Warehouse or Brooks Brothers and yeah, we set could up do, the tripod. We could do Brooks Brothers. We could, yeah, we could do that. All right. See if we can do that for some more content. Okay. All right. We're going to go on to our next segment. Ooh, what is the next segment, Taylor? Snagged. <gasps> snagged. What did you snagged on this week, John? What is your peeve of the week? Oh, man. I haven't thought too much about this. What's your peeve of the week? Tell me about yours. <laughs> it's in the notes here. Oh, it is? Oh, here it goes. Oh, it happened tonight. That's what it tonight. is. Tonight. Tonight. Yeah, we went to dinner before we had uh, came over and started working on the podcast. We went to the dinner. We went to dinner uh, close to the TBB studios here. At uh, the wonderful little bar and grill, it's kind of a local local joint. And in comes this guy, walking in, and he's holding a forty nine helmet. Forty niners. Forty niners helmet above his head, and he just starts walking through the through the place. He was making noises too. He was was he egging the crowd on. Was he? Well, finally, the the one all the ones at the bar just kind of went nuts on him and. Did the big boo thing and you started giving him hand gestures and things like that. He walked out in a stretcher. No, I don't think he Wheeled walked out in the dress. I think, you know, people were more cognizant of that, but, you know, they certainly did not want him there, and I didn't want him there either. It's kind of a distraction. Because we were having a business-slash-dinner. True. Uh, did you expense it? I did. I'm going to expense it. Cool. That's what I need. I need. That's what I need the... Uh, Intern for. We need to get a company card. We do need a company. We'll get, we need to get it. We'll get a company card, and, <laughs> and we'll eventually get our company cards and 
well, stuff like um, that. Speaking of distraction, Otis decided to bring out his um, his star toy that's filled with sun chip wrappers, the world's loudest paper on the inside. Oh, that's okay. So you'll have that for some uh, background right. mood setting That'd noise. That'd be great. You're just flinging it everywhere. Um, my What's your snag? snagged yeah. is um, very particular. Uh-oh. I'll have to let me know if you've ever encountered this. but Probably have. It's when you're at an event and... What you, kind of event? Is it a I don't big know. public event or what? It's usually in public, but also there's people there that you probably know. And you go to the bathroom. And when the, they don't have urinals or those are full and you have to go to go number one in a stall or if it's just someone's house in their bathroom and the person before you decided to pee on the seat and not clean it up. But Oh, that's the worst. And then you've got to go in there. You're also going to go number one, but there's someone you know coming in the bathroom after you. Yeah. So if you're at someone's house or if you know there's someone in line that's oh, waiting. Yeah. Then you so you got to clean it because yep. you can't have them think that you were the one who yep. peed on the seat. Yeah. Or you get called pee seat Taylor for the rest of your life. Yeah, and you don't want that. Tinkle, tinkle seat Tay. <laughs> tinkle Tay Tay. <laughs> so I'm still working to get past that one, but. Well, so, you're doing a pretty good job. <laughs> well, I shall overcome. But yeah, I, that's my pet peeve. Is, well, I don't blame you. That's a good pet peeve. There's that's nothing a more, very good pet peeve. Nothing more humbling than cleaning another man's pee. It really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well. I'll remember that next time you leave my house. Oh, come on. <laughs> I have pee on your seat. Yeah. No. So that's my pee. It doesn't hit the seat. It generally hits the floor. But, you know. It's I'm okay. usually writing my name on the wall. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're pretty good at <laughs> signing your name. I don't so. know if we discussed this, but the kids these days won't be able to do that because they're not learning cursive. So they, they're going to be writing in all caps on the the walls. But I heard something recently that they're, they're Think about going back to cursive. I don't think it's really needed, to be honest. You don't? Besides, I mean, this sounds bad, but like only people I know who write in cursive are older. So I think once that generation is gone and they're no longer writing in cursive, you don't need to read in cursive because no one's writing in cursive anymore, the younger generations. So... I understand that it has something to do with the brain. And when you learn how to do both, as far as writing is concerned, it uh, it has some effect on the brain and what it and how you learn and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, well, it's one of those things that I probably could have used the time. I don't know, grade I was in second grade and fourth grade when I learned, but I probably could have learned something that I use every day now instead. Or I don't know, you got pretty good handwriting now. I don't. I have horrible handwriting. I have decent handwriting because I wanted to be an architect, and I used to write in all caps because we learned to do so in our like an architect architecture class in high school. Mm -hmm. So I always just kept practicing that, and so all my um, my handwritten notes look like I'm yelling in all caps. So or were, were you screaming at people again? Just to myself. Okay, <laughs> just at the people upstairs. The only thing you need a signature for, or a, to learn cursive for, is for your signature, because you got to have that in cursive. But otherwise, I don't know and that why, you really need to learn it. Yeah. I saw something else, a meme about, good thing I learned um, all about 
geometry in high school because it comes in handy during Pythagorean theorem season. Like, I didn't learn taxes, but I learned the Pythagorean theorem. And I really, how's that working for you? Did it? Is it? Uh, what's it helped you with? Nothing. That's kind of the point. Is that there's <laughs> okay. a lot of things we learned that we just thought you had to learn it, but we didn't learn a lot of life Does it skills. Keep you out of. Does it hopefully keep you out of tax jail when uh, when the time comes? Yeah, it does. No. Okay. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how schools change in the next couple of years. Hmm. What's being taught? Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole uh, whole educational system just needs a revamp completely from top to bottom. You know, because we're doing things now that I have no idea why they're doing them. I mean, there's there's courses and classes that have been cut that I don't know why. You what know. would you do differently if you had to revamp school, John? I'd probably kind of go back to the basic kind of things, you know, the, the, the reading, writing, arithmetic kind of thing. So you'd have math, math as a fundamental, and, and reading, especially reading, because, you know, I know a lot of people that are not my age but somewhat younger that never really learned how to read effectively. And, um, you know, it's just they've missed out on so much. But I'm kind of the same way when it comes to to uh, to math and that kind. Of, I'm not very good at math. No, no. Yeah, when we talked about math. that twenty-one gun salute. You had a little trouble with the, yeah. I had a little the, trouble with the three times three and <laughs> carry the one three times <laughs> three times three times the, three. And you know, so, gonna, yeah. And then the it's a bullet. And then you know and the minus and the vx equals and. And then A squared yeah. plus V. There were 24 guns. Yeah. Well, you did. I could see the. 744. The wheels turning up there. You did good. Yeah, we were trying anyway. Got to um, get it a try. Gotta we get, figured it out together. What would you do different? I would bring back dodgeball. Really? I think. I hated dodgeball you when did? I was in grade school. Oh, oh grade school? God. Did oh, you yeah. ever have those. Um, the little. Little, uh, do- oh, they were, they were, um, I think they're meant for putting trash cans on top of them and you could wheel them around. They're, they had four wheels in the bottom, but we would use them in, in re- or gym and we would go across the cafeteria floor with these, <laughs> these like, I don't know, they're like little cart things. I'll find you a picture, but it never failed. But every time I would roll over my finger with one while I was on it, <laughs> how would you roll over your finger with one? Uh, <laughs> What, are you on the ground or what? Apparently. Yeah. Trash can. Well, my dodgeball story is, is there was one guy in our grade school. This guy had the most wicked arm you could ever imagine. And he could hit anything. He was just so accurate with his, with his great big ball. And when that thing hits you, it's just like, oh, my God, call the paramedics. I mean, it was just knock the wind out of you, and you'd be laying there on the ground, and you know, you'd just be breathing, gasping for air. And you were the one you that know, got hit. No, no, I didn't do it. I'm the one who got. But oh, you got hit. Oh yeah, I was re- recipient of all that. Poor guy. But uh, so was everybody else in my grade. He from a, this one kid. He's a man child. He was a man child. I think in third grade he was using Gillette extra sensors. You know, <laughs> so. He had a deep voice when deep, he was a deep voice, and, you know. Yeah, drove his own car. 
smoke Marlboros. Change his own diapers. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I used to had a good arm, so I loved dodgeball. Okay. But there were always the kids who would kind of, they made them play, but they would be ganged up in the corner, just kind of huddled. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. I felt bad for them. But you probably played back in the day before before they got uh, all woke in school. You probably played with the good dodgeballs that kind of, when you hit them, they'd go, sing. Yeah, they were the big ones. They were rubber, though, and they yeah, had the little all texture. Rubber. Yeah. We played with like, the soft, cushy ones. Yeah, yours would sting. That would hurt some skin if you got hit with that. Well, it hurt your old body. Break some glasses. <laughs> well, anyway, this is the uh, the card that I was talking about. Remember those? Did you ever use those? Never used those. Hmm. We've never used those. Well, there's a spot for your handle, or put your hands on the handles, and never, never fail that I would accidentally put my finger in front and roll oh, over it. Yikes. So, not the smartest little fella. Well, do you have any break on fingers? No. Okay. Did like you it. guys ever use the do you have one of those rainbow uh, parachutes that you? Yeah. No, we just used the, the kind of the real old stuff, you like would, you original were, hardwood baseball bats, and <laughs> you know, you didn't put we'd a, chase your kids' buddies around with those, and you didn't that. have the rainbow parachute. You were jumping. You were in the army when yes. I was in grade school, and you were jumping out of airplanes with parachutes. These, they would, you would t- count down and lift it up and have the air, then you would no, never sit that. inside of it and, no. well, Mm-mm. that's too bad. No. This is part of the fun of the podcast is yep. just the age difference. So but, what would you do different? That was all, just play more dodgeball. What were it? It's more dodgeball. Less numbers, smaller words, yeah, smaller words, longer just lunch, and dodgeball. No, no more writing. <laughs> I think kids should run school and yes, be kind to one another. Snack packs for every meal. Yeah. <laughs> snack packs. Learn good. Learn school good. short. Yeah. Summer forever. <laughs> Get there at nine and off at noon. Um, After lunch. What were your favorite recess activities? What did you guys do? Uh, just kind of that. Just kind of hung around the... Uh, uh, bum cigarettes off each other? But yeah, bum cigarettes. And, um, you know, you always had to be on your best behavior because I, I went oh, to a parochial Catholic school. You went to a Catholic school, parochial school. They had like rulers and they would smack their hands with them oh, while you God, were playing? Oh, did they ever. I mean, my hands still to this day... I have so much arthritis in my hand, my especially my thumb, my one thumb now. <clears throat> it was all from Sister Catherine. No, well, Sister Mary, God have mercy, is who it was, hmm. and she she would come along and oh, hello. no matter what, if you looked at her the, the wrong way, I'm not doing that. You're gonna sit down. And you're gonna be quiet. No, Go down. Not, he's not gonna. He's, he's crying. He's not gonna do that. Go. <laughs> Oh, uh, he's talking. You want to be on the, po- you want to be on the podcast, Otis. Good boy. Your grandfather's going to be so upset when he watches this episode. Otis. Otis. What's what? the big idea? Hey, what's the deal here, buddy? Come on now. What is? Probably this? tattling on our visitors. Yeah, I know. I know. You tattling on your visitors? They ate my food. Yeah, they. <gasps> They ate your food? <gasps> they ate your food? Did they? Huh? They better not. All right, bud. Go lay down.
You're going to go lay down? Go lay down. All right. See you, bud. <laughs> Good boy. Tied him all over a bit. All right. Well, all we right. can move on from that. Speaking of learning, all right. It's time to party. <laughs> uh, You're going to get him started, and we're going to have another accident. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we got a lot. Kay got to love him. Just got to love him. This is a recurring segment. Yeah. All right. We'll get to speak a little louder. Uh, Speaking of learning, how about it's time for our Boomer and Millennial Word of the Week? Boomer and Millennial Word of the Week. I've been going first in all these things, so I'll let you do yours first. That's the game. That's I know know it's the game. So you go ahead. No, I'm, I'm, I'm. What is your word of the week? My word of the week is. Mm, I got a few here. I'll choose sus. Sus? S-U-S. Sus. You can do it. I can do it. I'm thinking. I'm just, you know, I'm kind of going in a hundred different directions here. By the way, I got my word from OprahDaily.com. Oprah? Yeah, she has a site, and apparently they list... Uh, millennial words on it. No kidding. That's interesting. I forget what the kids used to say back in the day, and I had to do some research. Okay. So sus, S-U-S. I have no idea how to even use that in a sentence. Uh, bro, you're being you're being so sus. Ooh. Has somewhat of a negative connotation to yeah, it. It's not I a think. good thing. It is? It's no, not. I didn't think so. So it would be you're being a real jerk kind of guy. Um, not really. Oh, you're being a real kind of punk. Um, no. All right, I give up. What is this? It's short for something, if that helps. Sus. I don't know. Suspicious. Suspicious. Well, John, it wouldn't be an episode if we didn't have some technical difficulties. Oh, we always have to have those, Taylor. It's part of the, part of the game. What'd you just call me? Part of it. Taylor. 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 Um, this is why we need an intern, honestly. I, I can't agree with you more. We talked for about five minutes and realized that I forgot to plug in the camera and it died. So. Well, that's okay. Now we're back. That's okay. We're fine. And we missed your word of the week. <sighs> My word of the week. And we're going to pretend like I don't know what it means now. <laughs> this will do a reenactment right here. Okay. Uh, well, let's see. What was your word of the week? My word was sus. I mean, someone who's suspicious. Ooh, that's correct. Yeah. And I said, you're being sus. And then I said, it would kind of be like if, an example, if I said, John, what did you do this weekend? And he said, oh, I stayed home. I didn't do much. And then I would see the back of your car. You had all your fishing gear. And I would say, John, that's pretty sus. You're being sus. You're being suspicious. It's not a good thing. And I would just get in the car and peel my tires out and drive away. You're being extra sus. <laughs> extra sus. That's You're salty great. and sus. That's great. That is good work. I kind of like that. Thank you. I abbreviated. What was your, what was your word, John? Well, it's not really a word. It's it's a, actually two words, but it's an old old boomer saying, and it's called. Chrome dome. Hmm. Okay, so then this is where I reenact. I know what it means. Uh huh. I said, "Oh, so like 
Mm, last time you mentioned um, the fuzz being police. Mm-hmm. Would it be someone of authority, like someone with a chrome dome? They're like a an official of some sort. No. Oh, like someone from Great Britain. Um, possibly. Hmm. Possibly. I think there are a lot of a lot of chrome domes in Great Britain, though. And then I said something like, "Interesting. Um, is it someone who plays a sport?" And you said, "No." I said, "Can I get a hint?" And you said, "What did you say?" What did I say? I can't remember what I said. You said something like, uh, "Starting to sound like Biden." You said something like, uh, "Someone who wears a helmet." And you said, "No." No, it did nothing to do with helmets. But it's on the head, but it I does s- have to do. Yeah, it does have to do with your head. And I think finally you said, "You're one," and I said, "Oh, bald," and you said, "Yeah," and I said, and "That's sad." Yeah, I, I really like... didn't want to tell you. I was hoping you would look it up. You would Google it. So. That was sad. Yeah, but that was only used back then. It's not used today. We had some funny banter at the moment, mm-hmm. but it's lost forever. Yep. Because of my well, due to the technical difficulties, that's okay. So, and then I said something like, "Oh, when I was at my my uncle's funeral, I did notice that there was a lot of a lot of nice hair in my family, mm-hmm. and just not me." And then I said that my brother-in-law, Brandon, texted the family the other day and said he went to get a haircut. And the lady said that he had great hair follicles and just a full head of hair. Really? He listens to the podcast, too. Does he? So, Brandon, I hope hope you have a life full of hair follicles and happiness. (laughs) Just what... Why is it that you have the the chrome dome? Why is it that you have the the baldness? Why do I have the baldness? Yes, um, there's be, a reason for that, I believe, and I'm sorry because, I may, may even brought it up, but because God gives His toughest battles to His strongest soldiers. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's what my mommy said. <laughs> Mom says, <laughs> Mom said you were special, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, you are. Truly, I've you been are. bald since I was a child. <laughs> well, the fun fact I don't know if we ever discussed this before on the podcast. What's up? In college, I used to cut my own hair, but it was probably like your length back then. Mm-hmm. And then one day, I forgot to put the guard on the razor and I shaved halfway up my head. And I'd already been kind of receding, trying to think about if I wanted to cut my hair or not, shave it. My mom said, no, your sister's <laughs> funeral, sister's wedding is in a week. Do not shave your head. And I said, okay, I won't. And I don't think it was a week at that point, but she just said, please don't shave your head. And then the week before my sister's wedding, I accidentally shaved halfway up my head and showed up at the wedding with the shaved head. Oh, yeah. And she said, I told you not to do that. But it's better now because I look I look more like me in the pictures from the wedding. Well, it's, it's very acceptable nowadays. I, I don't know why Acceptable? You're... Well, I mean, it's it's it, it's stylish. It's not well, like a, a Salem witch or something. No, you. I, well, I know, but I'm. They I'm used to just think that your soul you... was leaving your head, which is why all the hair was gone. <laughs> Acceptable. What I meant by that is, <laughs> if you had a bum leg, it used to not be as acceptable. <laughs> yeah, it'd make it tough walking around. But anyway, um, uh, no, I, I, you know, bald people today are 
or they're part of society, just part of the society, and just all part of it. They're allowed know? into the world. Sure. Well, good. Yeah, I'm glad I'm accepted and loved. Yeah. I compensate with this beard of mine. I am too. I so. had the beard. You what? I'm glad you're acceptable and loved as well. Not by you, Mr. Beard. Norm loves me. <laughs> I had the beard before I ever shaved my head, so I'm not compensating. The beard came first. I don't know that. I... I'll show you pictures of my oh, beard. That's okay. I'm Did good. a no shave November one time in my sophomore year and stayed ever since. Okay. So I've had my beard since I was 20, 19 years old. So I've had my beard for. 14, 13 out of my 33 years of my life. Yeah, you, your beard looks good. I like the way you have your beard. Thank you. I don't, I can't nice do a beard. So far. My, mine would turn into Mr. Santa Claus real quick. Why? Why couldn't you just keep it trim shorter? Yeah, too, I, I could. I I grew a beard once, I think. It's been, I don't know, back in my 20s, late 20s or something. And uh, it came in real thick. You oh, know. what a bad problem to have. Yeah, it is tough. You should do a mustache. No, because it, it it's going to come in. It's going to come in real thick. It's good. And it's going to come in gray. Oh, so you, you know, want to come in blonde? What do you think is going to come in? I'd... <laughs> <laughs> just do it. You should just try it. Just... Why? It would look good. You would look good with the mustache. Oh no, I no. I hmm. Okay, <laughs> what would it take from our listeners to get you to? Get a mustache. Probably quite a bit. If they, they were, they'd have to, they'd have to sponsor an intern. What if our listeners donated, like two hundred dollars to like prostate cancer research? Well, that'd be very generous of them to do that, and I would be very appreciative that they enough did do that, that you would grow a mustache. I, I don't know. We'll see. We should do a challenge. John will a grow, challenge. John will grow a mustache if we can get two hundred dollars in donations for prostate cancer awareness. Okay. Research. Will you do that? Um, this is fun. We'll, we'll see. We'll see about that. It sounds like a great idea, and then Mary Alice is going to put it. Oh, yeah. I, Sorry, I, Mrs. Ryan. The lovely Mrs. Ryan will put a kibosh on that. We'll see. It's Look, for, why it's, do you, you don't need to do that? You it's for the kids. <laughs> or <laughs> not the kids. That's what That's what I heard my brother say one time. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's what... We just caught up on our um, our updates for what was happening while the camera was turned off. So that's pretty much it. I said last segment of the week. It's a new one. Bought yeah. this game a couple weeks ago. It just came in the mail this past week, and it's very on brand. It is boomers versus millennials. Yay! So we have these cards, and they're going to have a question. I have I the boomer cards. John has the millennial cards. Mm -hmm. He's going to ask me questions that relate to his boomer upbringing. Yep. And he, I will ask him questions that relate to my millennial upbringing. Okay, I pick five. Just five? Just five. We'll see how it goes. Okay. Okay. You ready? All right, you go first. I'm going to go first. Ooh. What stickers were popular among hippies and often stuck on Volkswagens? Were they the smile ones? Smileys. Or tie-dye. 
Nope, the answer is Ricky Ticky stickers. The colorful, reusable plastic flower decals. Stupid game. <laughs> You're right, it is. <laughs> Type that back. All right. All right. 0 for 1. This is too easy because you lived through my era. So you should know these. I didn't live through yours. John, who lives on a pineapple under the sea? What? Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? I don't know. You don't know I, I don't know that one, no. Cartoon? I know it's a cartoon, but I, I'm, or it's some animated thing. I'm not sure what the cartoon is, but. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? I know. SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, not SpongeBob. That's right. All right. I, silly me. Stupid. Just stupid, Ed. What made Sharon Tate even more famous than her role in Valley of the Dolls? Oh my gosh, I've never heard of any of these people or things. <laughs> what made her more famous? Mm-hmm. What made her, say it again. What made Sharon Tate even more famous than her role in Valley of the Dolls? I bet she was in a rollover car accident um, and she escaped unscathed. Very good guess. It was her murder. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Along with four others by the Manson family. Charlie Manson is the one that killed Sharon Tate. Oh, that's dark. It is dark. Where'd you get this game? Well, that was a half point. Okay. I'll take a half. All right. Next. <laughs> what is the name of the popular spinning toy made of a ball bearing with two to three lobes coated in plastic? Oh, I, I, I know this, but I can't think of it right I'm sure the... your grandkids had them all around the Oh, house. I'm sure they did. It I'm wasn't sure, really millennial, sure. though. It was more, this is more than the past eight years. And I can't think of it. I, I know what they are because <laughs> I had to buy it for just about all of them. Um, Second word is spinner. Give it to me. Let me have it. Fidget spinner. A what? A fidget spinner. Fidget spinner. Fidget we're not very good oh, at this. Oh, remember this, huh? We're not very good at this. Well, that's all right. It's still fun to talk about these things. Murders and... Yeah, murders and stuff like that. Ooh. Who was known as America's oldest teenager? Oh, gosh. Hmm. America's oldest teenager. Is it a boy or a girl? It's a boy. He grew up in Philadelphia. Rocky Balboa. Nope. I don't know why that makes sense, but uh, oh, he had a chain. Okay, no, no, no. Oh wait, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Nope. Uh, He grew up in West Philadelphia, born and raised on a playground. Is where he spent most of his days. Um, Chain of restaurants. I'm gonna Mm -hmm. say there's still one in Branson, Missouri. Dolly Parton. Nope. Um, TGI, Mr. TGI Friday. Nope. Good try. It's in Branson? Yeah, they, we'd drive right. But, well, we'd actually take a left going down to the stream before you off of six, uh, 56. Ripley's, believe it or not. No. That's a thing down there. I know. Can you get one more hint? 
Um, he hosted a show called American Bandstand. Dick Clark. Dick Clark. You Is got it. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Dick Clark Restaurant down there. Where's that? It's uh, on 56. You know, as we come into town and we take a left to drive hmm. down to the stream. We've never been. It's right on the corner there. Ooh. Hope you get this one. What does I-M-H-O mean? It's an abbreviation. You'd send it in like a text. I-M-H-O. <laughs> I have no idea. In my humble opinion. In my humble opinion. I like that. We're not going to stop till we get one right. Well, you got one right. Not really. It's a half. Yeah, you didn't know. I'm limped along, helped you along with this one. Ooh. If your mood ring turned black, what did it mean? You were a chrome dome. <laughs> no, not quite. It meant you were in a bad mood. You were upset. You lost pulse. You should probably go to the closest emergency room. <laughs> I like this. This is a great, great response to this. Mood rings were designed to change color based on your mood. If your mood ring turned green, that meant that you were calm. But if it turned black, it probably meant your ring was damaged and unresponsive. <laughs> oh. So, trick question. Great. Uh, who was known for whipping her hair back and forth? This is a, it's a song. The girl says, I whip my hair back and forth. Oh, no. I'm, You're not going to get this one. I'm not going to get this one. It's Willow Smith. She goes by Willow. I think Willow? it's Willow Smith's daughter. Really? Yeah. Good band, Aerosmith. I like it. Huh? Aerosmith? What band is known for its iconic T-O-N-G-U-E Tango logo? Oh. That's the whole question. What is, what band is known for its iconic T O N G U E tongue tongue <laughs> tongue logo? Uh, Rolling Stones. The Rolling. You got it. Good job. <laughs> okay. Listen to you. You're, you said you, I'm you, not good at numbers, and you said you're tongue. knocking these things down. T O T O N G U E tongo logo. <laughs> That's fine. So. Uh, All right. Give me an easy one here. This is stupid. Okay. What is youth splaining? What? What is youth splaining? Youth, U T H E. Yeah, I'll give you a different one. This is stupid. It said it's the offspring to mansplaining. Do you know what mansplaining is? No. It's when a guy is talking to a girl and he talks to her in a way that he thinks she doesn't understand what he's saying. He's going to mansplain it. It's just kind of a sexist thing. I'll give you another one. What is a meme? M-E-M-E. -E. What is a meme? Isn't that one of those little figures that you see on your... <laughs> a meme? Oh, I see on your what? That you see on your iPhone. I see on my iPhone. Put them on the iPhone. It's close. I mean, it's a little character kind of thing. Um, I don't know how to describe them, but... Mm, not mm. so much. Okay. 
What's, yeah, this, what's is, this is more of a picture with like a caption that pokes fun at something. They are viral on the internet. Okay. That was kind of dumb too. No, it wasn't. I like these questions. They're kind of good questions. So far, I'm not impressed. Okay. Where did Elaine Robinson go to college? Oh. Is she knows Mrs. Robinson from the movie? The that a show with like you're getting good. You're getting good at this stuff. Is that from um, not Sean Penn? Uh, Hoffman. Uh, what's the actor's name? Was this from a movie? Well, it's a person, but she was not in the movie. Oh, well, I'm not getting good. I had literally just said Mrs. Robinson. Well, that's her name because she's okay. Elaine. I don't know. She went to Princeton. University of California, Berkeley. In case you were wondering, she's Mrs. Robinson's daughter in The Graduate. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. She was from a movie then. Yeah. Well, she she was not in the movie. Hmm. She's Mrs. Robinson's daughter from The Graduate. What's the guy's name? Hoffman. The mother. Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman, yeah. I, I knew it was yeah. from. Okay, well. <laughs> John, what is a snap streak? I, I, don't, I truly don't know that. There's an app on your phone. Okay. You have it. I'm sure I do. And you send videos or pictures to each other. Snapchat. Oh, Snapchat. And it's when you've sent one to a friend on consecutive days, you develop a snap streak. Ooh. Mm. I'll do another one. I need to get up on speed on all this stuff. John, what does clap back mean? <laughs> well, that has a different connotation for me because <laughs> being the age that I am. What was the connotation for you? Uh, the clap. Oh. Mm. You got it back. No, I Give don't. Keep on giving, Clark. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Eddie. <laughs> it's uh, to respond with a clever or funny answer to someone who has criticized or insulted you, especially on Instagram, but happens elsewhere. Oh, so it has to be, has to be internet related then, or, or usually it's a clap. Well, it could be like you saying like. Uh, Taylor, you're a chrome dome, and I'd be like, "Well, um, you're a better than a lawn gnome." I don't know, stupid. Okay, <laughs> clap back if it was. Right. That. I think I get the gist of the. Your hair, of... John. Your hair is literally chrome colored, and then you'd say, "Oh, that was a clap back." <laughs> stupid. Ooh, what kind of car was Herbie? Mm, Volkswagen. A beetle, a bug. Herbie the Love Bug was a white Volkswagen beetle. Yes. That started in the Love Bug movie series. Lindsay Lohan started in that. Did she really? No. Oh, I don't. She was in that remake. I'm going to give you another one. Because you're so damn good at these things. John Language, please. Because you're damn good at these. Double bleep. <laughs> Technologically speaking... What does PDA stand for? Technol oh, personal PDA. PDA. It's like a phone, right? 
I says nothing about a phone here. A PDA. Personal device. Always. I don't know. What is it? Close. Personal digital assistant. Mm. Now, if we would have had, if we would have had ours, we would have known all this stuff, see? Yeah. Well, this one is stupid too. I don't even know what this one is. If you repeatedly date people who are wrong for you, what is this dating trend called? I've never heard of this. I don't know. Flea bagging. Flea bagging? Yeah. Wow, these are terms I've never heard. Hmm. If someone texts you NVM, what are they trying to say? N is in November. November. Victor. Mary. No voicemail? <laughs> no. Hey, John, can you come help me rake the leaves? NVM. My dad just showed up. Ooh. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. These are all texts. What does <laughs> what does STFU mean? STFU. St it's another texting thing that you would never say. I well, probably not, but I would never get it either. This is not nice. Oh, what is a not nice one? Um, shut the freak up. Oh. If you get so, you don't have to actually print all that out you can just put it on there i like this you yeah it'd save you a lot of texts each day well I, you know i text so much john thanks for coming that. over last night and, and podcast you had a lot of fun stfu <laughs> nvm <laughs> stop flea bagging <laughs> instead this will be what happens to me if you get ghosted what happens i guess it wouldn't be me because yeah i get ghosted all the time Keep ghosting me all the time, Taylor. Well, apparently this is someone you're dating. The person you're dating, and without explanation, suddenly stops contacting you. Relationship oh, over. Yeah, just done. They don't. They don't. Uh, no communication whatsoever after that. Okay, last one. See that would I don't know that. See that's that's the whole generational difference thing. Yeah, I would never ghost somebody. I never will now because I'm married happily. But I never ghosted any girls when I dated. I gave them the courtesy of telling them why I was ending things. Well, that's the honorable thing to do, and that's what most people would expect to do. But I would say, you know, I had a great time, but you're just not treating my chrome dome. Yeah, it's just respect. not working. Okay, one more for me. One more for you. Okay. Ooh. Can you finish the lyrics in the year 2525? I think I might have seen this one card. Something about a man something. If a man is still alive. Sorry. I, I looked at that one when it was on the top of the box. God, that's an old time song, man. Good song, too. One last one. One more? You're on it, bud. Can you name all the kids on the Brady, Brady Bunch? Bunch? Yeah. I saw that one too. Huh? I saw that one too. Okay, never mind. We'll do it. All another. I know is Jan. Or Marsha. Do you want me to read Marcia, it? Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yeah, Marsha, Jan. Jan. Marsha, Jan. And then um, Cindy. Okay. Greg, Peter, and Bobby. 
I haven't seen that forever. Never saw Bobby. Okay, I've got one for you. Okay, you do yours and that'll be mine. What is shorthand? It's uh, abbreviating. Very good. It's a form of abbreviated symbolic writing. Well, here's another shorthand for you, and it matches the one you gave me earlier. Romantically speaking, what does PDA stand for? PDA. You and Mary Alice are always showing PDA when you see each other after work. When we would go to jalapenos, you'd stand up from the table, and he would give her a little peck on the cheek. A little smoocheroo. What would that be considered? I don't know. What is a PDA? Public. Display of affection. Nice. Yes. Well, we went. This is do you do that? The, do you do that with Janelle? And... I'm not a big PDA fan. Oh, I'm. No, sometimes. I got to the point where I got old enough where I just thought, oh, what the hell? This is crazy. Why not? Johnny, you need to have a curse jar. You've had two H's and two D's. That's grounds for a mustache growing. Well, see, that's no. That's a ground for an assistant. For our assistant, our intern. We need an intern, Taylor. Well, I think you. on other podcasts I've heard, uh, New Heights podcast with Jason and Travis Kelsey, they had a curse jar, and every time they cursed, they'd throw a dollar in, and they would give the, uh, the money to, I think, a kid going to college. So I think we should do that. We should, every time Wait, I used to... I'll stop, just a moment. What is the net worth of Kelsey and Jason College? Or Jason? Huh? Travis and Jason Kelsey? Travis, Travis and Jason. It's at least a couple thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm sure it's about 10 or 15 bucks, right? So I think we should have one where for every curse word you say, we put it in a jar and that money goes towards an intern. Well, also, all I would have is cash. Oh, look at me, I'm rich. No, it's not. Look at me, Rich. Oh, it's just a, <laughs> just a chrome dome. Only only takes uh, credit cards. All right. Well, yeah. we need to feedback on if John should grow a mustache and have money go towards my prostate, language. Prostate. What's your language? Prostate. Prostate awareness or research. Why? Why prostate research? That's kind of what, what, what Movember is called. No shave November. People right. grow mustaches and. They raise money, and the money goes towards prostate cancer. Okay. Research, not towards the cancer itself. All right. Well, that's a very noble uh, idea. I like that. So I think you should. We should get money raised, well, and you should grow. We got to wait to hear what the fans have to say first. All right. Well, let's hear your feedback. One like equals one vote for John's mustache. Okay. All right. I'll go along with that. I'll, Whatever the whatever whatever our listeners would like us to do, we would what will do. it take though? Like five people saying yes, or ten, or twenty? Oh, no, we we'll just have to make a determination once we. Well, say within the next two or three weeks, we can. We can. Well, you uh, can't be changing the, the finish line. Here, no, I'm not changing goal. the finish line. I, what I'm trying to do is just give people ample time to make up their minds and uh, email us their decision. Well, they're all going to want to see your mustache. So, what number does that have to be? How many? How many comments or likes does that to be? Ten. Ten? Ten. Okay. So in, just on Instagram alone, they have to have ten likes and you'll grow a mustache? Yes. For how long? What do you mean for how long? Like you'll have the mustache for one episode and you can shave it off? Oh, I don't know. What? That's good. We we'll can... negotiate that one. How's that? We can do one episode. 
we'll, we'll do one episode for sure. How long will it take you to well, grow? It's going to have to take, it's going to take the longer than that. So you're, you're going to be able to see it a couple of weeks. It'll take a couple of weeks to grow a respectable yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a vote. All right. Otis. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so Let's he gives party. you one star equals one vote. <laughs> Cool. Well, we hope the next time we see you, you'll be growing a mustache. And be sure and uh, stop by the Automobile Museum. And? And? and, and, Oh, I'm wearing a merch thing. Oh, yeah. This is a crew neck with a logo. This is a defect. It should be navy, and they sent royal. Yours will be navy if you buy this one. I like that. Looks good. That looks great. Last thing. Yeah. I forgot to give my listeners of the week shout out. Oh. I have multiple. Okay, do um, it. Family reunion. My dad told people about the podcast. We may have some new family listening. Really? Um, Valerie Martin, Janelle's um, grandma, Janelle's aunt, she purchased uh, a t-shirt. Um, your daughter, she bought everyone in her family an apparel item. Real buzz. Uh, which, which daughter? Courtney. Oh, good for her. Thanks, Courtney. Courtney Sar- or Thank you, Val. Thanks, Courtney. And I showed up at my parents' house, and we were watching TV, and they showed up with their uh, matching hoodies with the Real Buzz logo. <laughs> Great. And found out last week that Janelle's dad is now watching the episodes. I don't know that he listened to the first ones, but he said he started watching. Well, congratulations. Thanks. He said, oh, he said he likes the setup, but he wants you to have more trinkets. You need to bring some more trinkets. More Of your own. Okay. I'll bring more trinkets on then. We'll bring them trinkets and a mustache. Okay. All right. Well, if it's if, if only if only if it's voted in, it has to be voted. We 10, need ten likes. We need ten likes. That's all we need. All right. Sounds good. Well, see you next week, Taylor. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. It's always fun. I do enjoy this. And then next week, I must ask you a question. <laughs> Goodbye. You've been waiting for that. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. was a thought inside my head Before I reached 30 I'd be dead But somehow on and on I go I keep on rolling with the flow Folks said that I would change my mind I'd straighten up and do just fine but I still love rock and roll I keep on rolling with the flow Wild guys my age are raising kids I'm raising hell just like I did I've got a lot of crazy friends And they forgive me of my sins Calling me a bum But I'm still out there having fun And Jesus loves me, yes I know So I keep on rolling with